You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here in DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back into another edition of the Arrowhead Pride Report. It is Wednesday, February 7th, just a few days away from the Super Bowl between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. So let me welcome in the leader of Arrowhead Pride, Pete Sweeney. He's on the ground in Las Vegas going through all of the hype, all of the buildup of Super Bowl week. And Sweeney, where I want to start today... I'm assuming you're the guy going around uh, Radio Row and Chiefs Media and 49ers Media and asking everybody if they're going to get a face tattoo of Brock Purdy if they win the Super Bowl. Yep, that's been me. Uh, that's <laughs> been me, especially considering uh, I think the Chiefs are definitely going to win this uh, particular game. Uh, I know I picked the Bills uh, a few weeks ago, but I think ever since then, I I think the offense has found itself and the, the defense has been undeniable. And speaking of Brock Purdy, like, I think this has been my point uh, about, you know, for trying to predict this game. I know I'm in Vegas, Steve. I'm, I'm talking to you as I stare at Mandalay Bay. And uh, there are bets that are that are going in for the game. Uh, but I, I just think, like, in the bare bones of it, it's Patrick Mahomes, a two-time MVP, a two-time Super Bowl MVP, all the accolades in the world, the best career for through six years, versus a seventh-round pick. And the seventh rounder is favored by a point and a half. What are we doing? I don't understand it. I haven't understood it for a few days now. And I, I, if it remains that way, I won't understand it going into Sunday. So we're, we're going to get into the game, obviously. And this, this Arrowhead Pride Report is coming to you guys a little bit later than we normally do things. Obviously, there's a time difference in Kansas City between Las Vegas and Pete's very busy. So we're trying to accommodate and get everything in as, as fast as we can, but you'll have to be flexible with us this week on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. But uh, it seems like a big storyline coming out of opening night. And you know, now we're on Wednesday. We've, we've had media every day this week. Uh, 
all of the Chiefs players have talked and are probably sick of it at this point as they just want to get to Sunday and, and actually play in the Super Bowl. But um, opening night, there was a lot of seemingly 49ers fans in attendance, kind of booing the Chiefs and Travis Kelsey is feeding off of it. Mahomes was kind of <laughs> playful about it. Like, do, do you feel like there's an overwhelming majority of San Francisco fans already there? Or do you expect kind of a different scene in Sunday Super Bowl? Yeah, I think it's going to be similar to last year, which I thought was more in favor of Philadelphia than the Chiefs. And I actually think it might be a little bit worse than last year. Uh, if you are using opening night as any indicator, and I think it's a good indicator because people usually come for the week if they're coming for the Super Bowl. I mean, the cheers for the 49ers were thunderous and the boos for Kansas City were loud. And to the point where the players notice, I know that the clip is going around with Travis Kelsey waving to the crowd to, to boo more. But I think this is going to feel like a little bit of a road game for KC. Uh, and you know what? Uh, I think in that, like you, you talked about blessings in, in disguise, uh, it's kind of a good thing that they played the first, con, you know, con, typical road games or traditional road games of the Patrick Mahomes era uh, in two really tough places to play. Like you're not going to get tougher than Buffalo was. Uh, I had the opportunity to go to Baltimore. That place was rocking uh, and ultimately it didn't matter. So uh, I do think the chiefs are the bad guys. I think they're going to be booed heavily uh, between the 49ers fans here and maybe the Raiders fans that'll be in attendance. And, you know, they're going to have to win again, uh, despite, you know, having maybe some of that crowd noise. And, yeah, you mentioned the Chiefs are currently two two point underdogs uh, against the San Francisco 49ers in Sunday Super Bowl. And you mentioned, like, how is Patrick Mahomes the underdog going against Brock Purdy? And, and I think it just it further highlights the talent that the San Francisco 49ers are bringing right. to the table. And, you know, while they're favored, you know, on this at the sports books and, and all the betting apps and, and everything like San Francisco is the clear cut favorite uh, across the board right now. I kind of don't get that feeling just narrative wise. It kind of feels like everyone assumes that Mahomes is going to go out there and, and have another legendary performance and, and keep building on this all time legacy that he's already built through six seasons in his NFL career. And, yeah. and it just feels like a lot of people are, are picking the chiefs like comfortably in this one, even though that's not what the sports books would lead you to. Believe. Yeah. I mean, I, I mentioned Steve, I'm, I'm looking at Mandalay Bay next to me is some building called Delano. It's tall and it's shiny. And uh, Dana Hughes once told me uh, they don't they don't put up these shiny buildings by being wrong a lot. So <laughs> maybe that maybe there's, there's a, a method to the madness, but I, I just don't see it. I was talking to two close friends of mine uh, back from the East Coast, guys I went to college with, and they were you know wondering my insight on the game and you know from a betting standpoint because everyone loves to bet the Super Bowl. And I I don't know if I'm crazy here, and and I hope I'm not jinxing it because I was as as you would. No, I was negative about the Chiefs going into Buffalo. I thought they might drop that game. But I feel very strongly that Kansas City is going to be in control of this one. I, I think the moment uh, is going to be a little too big for Purdy. And I just think the Chiefs have been here, done that. I, I think that was a huge advantage in Baltimore. They had already played in a bigger game last year. And you could tell that some of the Baltimore players, including Lamar Jackson, were a little bit more uneasy, uncomfortable being in that setting where this Chiefs team has been there, done that. And so... I like Kansas City, and I also like the alternate market. Like, for me, in my own mind, I have the Chiefs minus six and a half. Uh, take that for what it's worth. 
I'm not paying if, if this ends up being wrong. I'm not going to pay your your bet. Uh, but that's just how I'm feeling right now. If I'm trying to be legit. Yeah, it's and this was something that they mentioned on the newest episode of the Great British Chief Show. That'll be out for you guys later on this afternoon. I got a sneak peek of it uh, this morning. And Brad and Tom talked about how the Chiefs, obviously, this is their second straight Super Bowl appearance. So they've got a lot of guys returning uh, from right. last year's Super Bowl appearance. But this 49ers team has 12 players who are on the team that who are still on the team who are in the last Super Bowl appearance that they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. But overwhelmingly, this Chiefs roster has got a lot more Super Bowl experience than the San Francisco right. 49ers do. It's just that the 49ers are so top heavy. They have so many superstars at the very top of their roster, but they don't necessarily have the depth that the Chiefs do. And I feel like that's something that we, we really need to focus in on this week and zone in on because the Chiefs depth is the reason that they've gotten this far into the postseason and that they're still alive at this stage because they have so many guys who can step in and make plays, especially when other guys go down. Yeah, I think what's gotten lost for me with this game is I, I know what you're saying about the weapons and it and what what gives me pause about all this, it's like it hasn't really mattered against this defense this year. I mean, and we've seen it for eighteen weeks and the entire duration of the playoffs. Chiefs had to play an extra playoff game. They, they didn't get the bye. Um, you know, going into the Baltimore game, all anyone could talk about was Baltimore's offense and how they were finally going to crack the Chiefs. Uh, and and this was finally, you know, Lamar Jackson, the Ravens' opportunity because the offense was matching the defense and all that. And then, you know, they, they were barely able to score in that game. And then suddenly we all forgot about how good the Baltimore offense was heading into that game now. I, I just – I'm having a hard time understanding, um, you know, where the – the, the point spread you know is coming from I keep kind of saying the same thing I just I think for as good as San Francisco is offensively we have just seen the Chiefs defense dominate everybody and you know you talk about the Ravens and holding them to 10 the Baltimore Ravens beat the heck out of the San Francisco 49ers during the regular season I mean I know every game is different playoff football is different but I I don't know I, I think that and the Chiefs offense doing enough while in the playoffs, the San Francisco 49ers defense has regressed significantly. So, you know, you add all that up, it just is a baffling point spread. And, and I don't get how the Chiefs are the underdogs. But you know what? For fans, you should like that because they seem to really, A, like being the underdogs. And B, they like getting food, which uh, we already talked about is probably going to happen on Sunday. It does feel like the Chiefs defense is finally getting a little bit more credit for, you know, be, being the really the main reason that they're in another Super Bowl. I mean, the Chiefs defense has been a championship caliber unit all season long. And obviously, Patrick Mahomes has elevated his play here in the postseason. But it, it feels like they're finally at least getting some acknowledgement where it felt like we just went through the entire regular season. And nobody was talking about how special that side of the ball had been for the Chiefs. But then at the end of the day, it still kind of feels like they're being overlooked. Like, like yeah, de yeah. definitively, the Chiefs defense is one of the best defenses in all of the NFL this year. And there should be a lot more time dedicated to how special they've played this season and, and why they can really give Brock Purdy a lot of problems in Sunday's game. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, I don't understand, um, you know, and I think, you know, when you think about the back and forth, and I know that people put the comparisons on X of, just how the 49ers are talking about the Chiefs. You know, a couple of them are, are doing the mistake that everyone seems to make where they talk a little smack before the game. The Chiefs have just been highly complimentary. They let their talking on, you know, happen on the field. And I just think the vibes of the two teams heading into this, uh, to, to me, it favors the experienced team, the team that can make uh, a lot of history. I, I really get that sense from being on the ground here 
uh, that that matters to Mahomes and Kelsey and Reed. Um, more so with the emotions on the sleeve for Mahomes and Kelsey. Like, I think they want this one better than previous seasons because they were doubted early on and they had to kind of climb back from the rubble. And I just think winning three and five years and becoming the you know the eighth franchise to go back to back the nine time uh, you know it's ever been done. I just think they really really want this uh, because I I think they feel in their their hearts that. Uh, this would finally clinch the undisputed dynasty that's been debated now for a couple of years. Yeah. And I feel like you can see the chief's experience and, and every yeah. bit of media that has been consumed this week and, and everything chiefs related that is being put, put out there for everyone to, to read, yeah. watch, listen to like, you can just hear the experience that they're bringing to this game and the focus that they're bringing to this game. Um, and I feel like you, you could see it, all throughout the playoffs and now nationally everybody is paying attention to it. And everybody's like, man, like 49ers are kind of over here, you know, uh, kind, kind of sliding the chiefs kind, kind, kind of taking, you know, mild shots here and there, may, maybe just, you know, and, and kind of, you know, d- doing what teams do, but we've seen teams do this to the chiefs throughout the season. And it just doesn't seem to work out very well for them because they're bringing a level of focus to this thing. They, I, I don't think many teams can say that they operate under. And that again, that just speaks to their Super Bowl experience. And, and it speaks to how bad I, I believe that they really want to win this one. Yeah, you've seen the comments from Nick Bosa. You know, asked about the tackles of the Chiefs and just kind of plainly saying, you know, they hold a lot. Which, look, by the numbers, it's true. But I don't know if I would, like, lean into that. Uh, and then our boy Aaron Ladd for uh, his day job, KSHB41, does a great job writing for articles for us at, at AP and the podcast and everything. Uh, but he went right up to Taylor uh, and Donovan Smith, and they, they just wouldn't take the bait. Um, we know that Donovan Smith is happy to talk after the game, but right now I think he's keeping it cool. And the way that history is dictated and even the playoffs this year, it, it doesn't pay to talk smack about the Chiefs. They don't do it before the game, uh, but they remember what you said before the game, and they'll talk to you about it after. And, you know, for uh, going against a team like the San Francisco 49ers, like we, we've seen them play from behind in both of their postseason matchups. So it does feel like, you know, n- no lead is necessarily safe going into this one, like we saw uh, against the Baltimore Ravens, just because this, this San Francisco 49ers offense is so explosive. But uh, again, that speaks to the Chiefs' execution, which their execution has been almost flawless in the playoffs. And they've really put it together here down the stretch. And, you know, you talk about the Chiefs' defense and that matchup against Brock Purdy. And I, I just don't believe that the San Francisco 49ers' two playoff matchups uh, were a, a good preparation for what they're getting against this Chiefs defense and what they're going to get in Steve Spagnolo in the way he's going to try to attack attack their quarterback and put pressure on him in Sunday Super Bowl. Well, that to me is the whole key. Like we've seen Brock Purdy struggle at times this year. Now you're putting him against the best and smartest defense the NFL has had to offer this year. I mean, let's not beat around the bush. That's what the Chiefs have been. And you know, you're telling me that they're just going to be ho hum run their offense and it, it's just going to go swimmingly. Like I just don't buy it. I just don't buy it. And with the way that the 49ers defense has been playing in the playoffs at the same exact time as especially in the first half in two weeks ago with the AFC title, Mahomes and the Chiefs finding themselves again. Travis Kelsey looking like Travis Kelsey. Now he gets another week off. Like that's where I just think the disconnect is for me. I, I just I sense the Chiefs are gonna be in control of this game from start start to finish. Um, you know, and I, I think that that starts with the defense and continues with the offense unlike previous years where maybe 
you know, it started with Mahomes and the O and if the defense could do just enough. No, the defense is going to set the tone in this game, in my opinion. And then the offense, uh, they're going to look to build off the first half of that AFC title game. Wednesday should bring our first official injury report of the week. Uh, I know the Chiefs released one late last week, just kind of uh, a way to designate some players ahead of Super Bowl week. But Andy Reid's been pretty honest this week, Pete, yeah. uh, about the players that he expects to be available and the ones that he thinks are a long shot. And guard Joe Tooney, Jerick McKinnon, who... Uh, was designated to return from IR, but it, it felt like that was just kind of a let's leave the door open in case he can play. And Andy Reid admitted this week that he's also going to be a long shot to play in Sunday's Super Bowl. Yeah, I dug into this a little bit for our newsletter, and I'll, I'll share what I learned here with the McKinnon thing. I, I went up to Clyde today, and then you know, I talked to him, and I after the comments from Andy Reid that there were some chances that McKinnon would practice or play, I, I just was confused as to why he was designated to return. And I, I talked to Clyde, and... A, you know, he started talking about how much McKinnon has meant to him and his career and, and what a, a brother he's been on and off the field. Uh, and then stemming off that B, he said originally, from what it sounds like to me, players like McKinnon and Cook, Brian Cook, were going to come later in the week. And Clive said, no, 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 wait a minute. We are not going to have Jet McKinnon, with all the emotional boosts he has, not be there for the entire week in Vegas. Am I understanding that I learned from talking to Edwards Alaire is that McKinnon is just there being goofy, hanging out, keeping the guys loose, uh, not, not going to play in this game, uh, but there for the emotional support. Uh, and, you know, Macheco and, and Clyde are happy to have him around. Doesn't sound like Joe Tooney is going to play in this game. Nick Allegretti is so excited to be in this spot. Uh, I think he really has really worked hard behind the scenes. You can see that his teammates have rallied, uh, you know, behind him and are, are just Happy for him in this position. He'd love to have Tooney in the game. Doesn't sound like that's going to be the case. The only other one we're watching, Steve, is Kadarius Tony, And not sure if it's such a, an injury thing. He's off the injury report. Uh, we know that there was some controversy that had to do that, uh, some back and forth as to where all that information was coming from. But eager to see if he's on it. I doubt he will be. You know, he has been practicing. So uh, we'll see if he's active. If I'm, if I'm taking a guess, I tend to think like Clyde last year, he practices this week, maybe inactive for the game. He's kind of played himself out of a role, but you never know. Um, I think he is healthy, and we'll see if he, he makes that game day active roster. Yeah, uh, I think that, again, just speaks to where the Chiefs' heads are at right now. And if you if you listen to all of the Chiefs' press conferences and stuff that we make available for you on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network like we do here at Arrowhead Pride, um, this team loves Jarek McKinnon. Like they, yep. they, they love Jarek McKinnon as a locker room guy. Andy Reid has talked about it multiple times. Tons of Chiefs players have talked about what he means to them and just the experience that he brings. So I, I think that's just another good indicator of where the Chiefs' heads are at right now. So make sure you stay locked into arrowheadpride.com. Again, we'll have the uh, Chiefs' latest injury report for you available this afternoon. Uh, we'll also have a new episode of the Great British Chiefs show breaking down everything you need to know about the Super Bowl. And then Chiefs Coast to Coast moved to Wednesday this week, so we'll be streaming live this evening, so make sure you're on the lookout for that. You can follow Pete on Twitter at PGSween. I'm Steven Sertz, where you can find me. As always, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review everything that we're doing right here on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. We will talk to you guys later this evening with more Chiefs Super Bowl coverage.
Hey there, it's Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride, and I'm excited to announce a new element of the Arrowhead Pride experience for diehard Chiefs fans. It's our brand new newsletter, Arrowhead Pride Premier. It's obviously an exciting time as the Chiefs enter this season, looking to become the first back-to-back Super Bowl champs in nearly 20 years. Arrowhead Pride Premier is a newsletter delivered to your inbox twice a week from me. For $50, you'll get an annual subscription packed with insider coverage from yours truly and new in-depth analysis from voices around Kansas. Kansas City. It's all about what I'm seeing and hearing around the team. During the season, we'll deliver a newsletter ahead of each game to get ready for Sunday and a newsletter after each game to unpack exactly what happened. In the offseason, the party won't stop. We'll still be covering the biggest stories and all the offseason's twists and turns will show up in your inbox on a regular basis. Subscribe to Arrowhead Pride premiere today at arrowheadpride.com slash subscribe. More to do's, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.